You are now tuned in to the new Old Heads Podcast brought to you by BringingDownTheBand.com, No Bad Ideas, and Coleman Dental. Shout out to Printfinity. I am Major 7th. I make beats and I have the t-shirts to prove it. Do you? I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and in front of me, the maestro of Bringing Down The Band, the one only longevity. It's one of those days, ain't it? <laughs> yeah. Either he just cut his hand or... No, I just spilled my drink. Full moon, man. Just okay. like somebody else. Super moon. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm, we, I'm doing all right. We're not here right. for the somebody else part. How you doing, moon? man? <laughs> that was a couple days. I'm doing fine, man. You good? Yeah, yeah I'm all right. Caddy corner. My socks are wet, though. That's all right. You'll be all right. Psyche Should talk about man. why. Can, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get, can we get there? Yeah, can, we'll, I, can I take care yeah, of this first, we'll, we'll please, there, Bradley? We'll yeah. Absolutely. Caddy, man. Caddy Corner, rocking the uh, No Bad Ideas gold-plated joint. You know what I'm saying? He's got his earth tones on today. DJ J. <laughs> DJ J. Diff. Salutations. What's up, brother? What's going on, man? You all right? I'm good. I just have an observation that I made. Talk to me, man. So We're friends. We are. So you you call you've started calling Sean the Maestro. He, he does a lot. Yeah, I mean that's you not saying lot. anything wrong with that. He that's, does a lot. That's that's awesome. And then you call Spools. What? We'll get to that. <laughs> Spools. Yeah. The incomparable. And what do you call Jay Moore? Uh, Mr. Wavy Light Skin Girls be loving me now. Gotcha. <laughs> that's a long. That's yeah. really long. So I'm just Slow. I'm just catty corner. That's what I've been. You're not just catty, known no. As. You're not mm. just you're not just catty corner. If you notice, I will highlight either something that is involved with your ensemble. Okay. Or I will give peace to Printfinity. It's one of the two every single time. Hmm. So I'm really telling people that you fresh to death, low key. Death. Okay. Yeah, fresh to death like a million bucks. All right. Slick Rick. Yeah. So is that okay, or did you want me to switch it? I don't know, man. Because I think Lone told me he wants me to switch T-shirts to prove it. So yeah. I think you need to get rid of that. Oh, maybe people. What happens say, when you don't have the T-shirts to prove it? We yeah. haven't been there yet. I mean, that's fifty-seven episodes, fifty-eight episodes 58, of, yeah. and I've got the T-shirts on right now. That's yes. how I sound. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, um, leave suggestions. Anybody that yeah. you know follows us, if you want me to change uh, my intro. I'm more. I will be more than happy to uh, adjust. My that. name is Major Seventh, and I stick gum underneath <laughs> stools, <laughs> and I drop whiskey on floors. There it is. Wet socks. Oh. It came out. Damn. Right on time. Didn't make it all the way it's around. In the air. It wasn't right, going to. Right on huh? time. Immediately to my left. I'm not pulling it up. Okay. Uh, I don't have enough. Back the incomparable. Strength. Excuse me, sir. Can I introduce? This no, young you can't. Man, I'm having a conversation over here. I mean, well, y'all go ahead and cook. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna introduce them to spools. Oh, okay. The incomparable DJ Spools. Hello, Michael. How are you, sir? Doing pretty awesome. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm glad to hear it. Glad you uh, got a chance to diss me early in the show today. I'm glad I also got a chance to whoop your ass in NBA Jam before the show. He beat the brakes off me in NBA Jam, and I had no I thought Um, it was because uh, my team couldn't shoot, but he just beat the brakes off of me, so I can admit it. I I can admit it. Uh, And then, as always, we have a special. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, he was. He beat the brakes off of me. (laughs) We have a special guest today. He's really not a guest. He is the uh, what we call the fifth member of the New Old Heads. He pinch hits for us. I'm like flesh and bone and bone thugs and harmony. I just kind of show up. <laughs> that's, that's such a good, yeah. You know, he's, he's like uh, Capadonna. <laughs> yes, there yeah. we go. He, he is very well received in the clubs of Indianapolis. Uh, a lot of wavy, light-skinned girls tend to flock to him. 
Worst again, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, he had a conversation with myself and uh, DJ Metronome about his conditioning when it comes to. Uh, First of all, the club was very loud. I think you misinterpreted something <laughs> he said. He 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 had, he 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 had a moment where he pretty much told us why he's he's conditioned. No, to, I, no, 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 no. I was you telling know. you about yourself. I oh, was, was saying, it me that yeah, I was, condi- yeah, I, that was I'm conditioned? Not conditioned. Like I okay. said, I. You know, I, swear, well, I swear I love them all. For anybody that wants to uh, see where I'm coming from, just go to his Instagram page. You'll see comments uh, from me on each and every picture that has him with somebody that is wavy. And uh, These skin. are friends, and these are sure, intelligent, sure. dynamic women who sure. I just happen sure. to be in pictures with. And that's all, all that is about Shout out that. to the, all, the, all the strong women out there. We, we, we are for that. But uh, my, my stance still remains. Uh, Jay Moore is in the building. The golden voice of Indianapolis. Is I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. Glad to have you back. As hey, always, man, I'm glad sir. to be back. Like I said, I, I say this every time, and I, I mean it. Uh, I've listened to, we're on episode 58. I've listened to all 57 episodes. Um, I, you know, I, it's an honor to be here because I'm a fan of the show, and I'm a fan of the preparation and what you guys do to create this, and it's a fantastic platform, so I'm just glad to be back. Were you and a fan it, of that ass-whooping I gave Mike in NBA Jam? Wow. I wasn't. You know what? That was that was something, man. Wow. <laughs> I don't know why I keep bringing that. It I, doesn't matter. Oh, I know why. <laughs> it's a fantastic album, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let me borrow it. I feel you. Episode 58 is what we'll call it. Now, do we have any suggestions for the number 58? Is there any significance? What are we working with? Did anybody Google anything? Look up anything? Um, I just got to go. You know, of course, everybody knows I am a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Okay. 10 and 2. Um, I like how you – okay. I like that. And Jack Lambert. Jack Lambert. Um, What about Von Miller? I like Von Miller. So I'm going to point one out. No, no. Super Bowl MVP Von Miller. That I found out. Jack Lambert, four rings. Wow. How about Wilbur Marshall, part of the best defense, the 85 Bears, that's ever played in the NFL? Do you have a Wilbur Marshall huh. jersey? No. no. Or would you buy one? No. Uh, maybe. You would. Spools is a different I would definitely <laughs> he said, pick up a Jack Lambert uh, jersey if I saw one. I, I understand where you're going with that. One would one would probably be more likely to get a Jack Lambert jersey yeah. than a Wilbur Marshall. But uh, Wilbur I Marshall mean, was a beast on the 85 Von Bears. Miller is a Super Bowl MVP, though. And he's, that's he, true. He carried the entire team. Yeah, he no, literally he won that Super he did. Bowl. You know, that's that's nice. Yeah, that's that's why they're so great now. He's still there. Mm. Here we go. Okay, all right. <laughs> Somehow we're going to end up talking about Peyton P. Manning. Manning. Here Shout we go. Shout to my man, oh. Pete Money. No, let's not. Let's we're not, not going to do that though. I'm not I, here I for that. I'm hear. not here yeah, for that. Yeah, we're not here for that either. Um, so are we going to go with? No, we're not. So who are we going to go with? <laughs> Jack I say Von, my vote is Von Miller. I'll go Jack Lambert because honestly, he was a beast and he did get four rings. As much as I, you know, want to say Wilbur Marshall, he's a close second. We got two for Jack Lambert. You look like you don't care. Uh, what you got? Um, don't yeah. say, don't say <laughs> Jack Lambert's fine. Jack there we Lambert. go. So you're clearly outvoted. I know you. Yeah. Yeah. Jack yeah. Lambert. Yeah. All right. Jack Lambert it, episode. Th- this is my, uh, pretty yeah. much every week thing when y'all go through the names of people that I don't, e- don't even know. Okay. Like, I do know who Jack Lambert is though. We could pick a number five and a number eight. Yeah. You think that helped Terry? Jason Kidd. And yeah. Andre, Andre Dawson. Oh Jesus! No, yeah, yeah. Andre Dawson. Number fifty-eight. Jack He's still Lambert. straight, no matter how yeah. we change the format. Maybe we'll have to do that when we get into the hundreds or something. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Fair enough. So Terry is going to care even less at that point. I man. Think. Yeah. So we have incorporated something new. <laughs> I don't uh, even know how we even got started on that. What's that? I don't either. Anyways. What's that? I don't know. The numbers. Was, there was oh, some number at some point that we were it like, was oh. some, yeah, it took over maybe in the. 
20 something. I think thinking. it was earlier. Was it earlier? Yeah. Teens? Yeah. 36 was definitely the Wu Tang episode. Wu Tang episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We had the 38th, 38th Street, Street. That was episode. Yeah. Anyways. All right. So we <laughs> came up with something. There's a new, something new we're going to uh, incorporate. So this bell, <clears throat> we're going to call this the hashtag. Uh, fuck shit bell <laughs> right so clearly we're not uh, going to be on any public radio yeah, situation we'll, so we'll, we'll change the we've bell we've already started yeah we'll we'll change the bell's name you know when that time comes it's okay. possible to change that I get can my, we change I was going to say I get mildly chided for swearing so much chided, we have a yeah. fuck shit really? bell now yeah. ch- ch- chided <laughs> the, the irony right yeah, yeah we're going to go with the, the uh, fuck shit bell like so if anybody reaches out to ring the fuck shit bell they have to explain why they're frustrated with whatever somebody said. All I'm going to say is just just mind your arms. Okay. Because there are drinks on the table. Yep. Yeah, Mike. I, see, they spill. See. <laughs> see. Yeah, Mike. They don't see. They don't, they don't see. He's a troll. They don't see. It's all right, though. Did you spill one may, yourself? May, maybe I should uh, uh, screenshot that the picture of your face right mm. when that happened. Don't you have – what's the flavor of this that we're drinking right now? What is um, I, you know, I only want to say so much because they are not a sponsor. See, okay, this is you know, if they're not coming off any money. Perhaps, I don't really, perhaps you. Okay, well, we'll just leave we that don't really give them any props. I'm sure Lone. I'm sure yeah. Lone Socks have some of this on it right now. No, yeah, let's let's see. Just leave it at that. My, oh yeah, my no bad idea socks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No bad, no bad ideas as a sponsor, so yeah. we will shout them out. And my out. no bad ideas shirt has yeah. a little bit on it as well. We see you. Do we get a drink sponsor? No shout outs. Speaking of which. New No Bad Ideas hat. Isn't that yes. like a new line for them this winter, or is that something that they've this, done in the past? I think this is one of their previous ones. Okay. Um, Gold flake joint. But, but they got the the, knit, the new knits are out now, and they got some really, really the dope sharp ones. Yes. So we're like going to be showcasing their knits probably for the next uh, Man, few months. Man, a lot of them. Yeah, because yeah. winter is here. Winter so boy, is, is it. Here. I was freezing cold today. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Shout that, to yeah no that wind bad, was whipping. Mm-hmm. Shout out to No Bad Ideas. They, they definitely... Uh, Take care of take care of us with that new product. For sure, the new merch looks amazing. Um, I'm excited to see. You know, we, we, the more that we feature these at each uh, episode, they got some dope stuff, man. So shout out to No Bad Ideas. So episode 58. Um, you know, Jay Moore, when you come around, we usually try to. I don't want to say adjust the format, but it's it's just so dope to have you. We like to pick your brain um, and see. You know, some of the things that you've been watching or some of the things that have been brought to your attention that we may or may not have discussed mm-hmm. before you get here. Um, do we do that? Yeah, I do that. I don't know if y'all do that. <laughs> I, I like to pick your brain. I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe it's just me. Me and you talking. I like to pick your okay, brain. I don't okay. know. I don't know I, what I, you've I, been I watching. I don't mind. I don't mind. That's what I'm here for. Terry's Terry's arms are folded <laughs> he, right now. He didn't he reach. He didn't reach for it though. <laughs> I'm just not accustomed to it yet. Why would you? Why, Man, why Mike's would, gonna get this bell a lot. No, I'm going I think to we ring need to the give bell. Everybody a, lot. a bell just in case. <laughs> <laughs> just, he's gonna hold it just yeah. so nobody else can have it. I'll take that down as a uh, a to do for next week. Bells for everybody. Yeah, we'll so buy a fifth one too. And this doubles as a as a bottle opener. So mm. like. Um, you know, there's that. If we ever oh, get yeah. a drink sponsor, you and know. it's Christmas yeah. time. So. so, if any yeah. of the yeah, fine that's... Indiana microbreweries like to uh, get on board with the new old heads, seriously, yeah, man, that actually be a good look. That yeah, would, would be. be look. It would but be until look. then, we're not mentioning looking any at you. Of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We like beer. <laughs> hey, today cut that check. We like beer. Mm-hmm. We ain't gonna mention no names. We got nah. some favorites, but we're not gonna shout. And you there out. are there are a number too. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. some good breweries in in Indiana in general. So politically. Um, Mr. Moore, Ooh. what are some of the things that you have been monitoring or that you've been looking at? 
Well, I think everyone who's been watching the news. Shout out to your boy Flynn. Yeah, it looks like uh, somebody's about to snitch, man. Mm. I mean, I you know, when somebody uh, basically uh, is has lied to the FBI. Yes. And they've basically cut a deal to where they're going to get zero to six months for lying to the FBI. Yes. That's somebody getting ready to tell. I've watched enough episodes of the first 48. Okay. To <laughs> know. Bring him his pack of ports. Yes. And when they say zero to six months, that means you're going to get a lot closer to zero to more depending on who you tell on. Yeah, and how, much, a, how much information you can exactly. get. Exactly. That's a lot of telling. You know, this is not fake news. No. You know, I mean, I, a lot of people, you know, like to play with that, that term uh, as far as it's fake a, news and, oh, this is hilarious. Just, no, like ongoing FBI investigations into the um, dealings of a sitting president and vice president. Yes. Let's just talk about that. Okay. Because the thing is, Mike Pence had to sign off on a lot of this stuff. Right. Facts. And Who's you know, third in line? Yeah. I always forget. You know. Secretary of State, right? Secretary of State. Um, wow. So when you talk about somebody saying that they have copped a plea, if you will, like I said, lying to the FBI, let's not, not – I, I don't think man. when people – when I hear people on the news talk about this, I don't think they uh, give it the weight that they should. Hmm. You know, because if you, if you lie about – let's just say, say something that doesn't affect as many people about um, – Say it's a, a payola scam. Let's just take right. it to the to the world of music because you know right. we 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 do we do live in that world. Yes, uh, and say it's somebody who winds up had you know there because there was a payola scam when I was in, working in radio. Oh yeah, it was um, huge, especially in New York. You know, and, in, like, in New yeah. York, you know, I remember like some you know somebody was paying some money for um, get a few extra spins on a on a on a J Lo song and sure. you know and this is when she's on top of the world and like I remember you know Elliot Spitzer crazy to bring his name up, you know, Spitzer. consider what he wound up, you know, being involved in. Uh, he went through Hot 97 when Hot 97 was the only game in town as far as hip-hop. This is way before Power. I think Power was just starting out, but they weren't what they are now. Um, They've overtaken. Yeah, so yeah. wound up going through basically the, the Hot 97 with a fine-tooth comb. And the thing is, if anybody would have got caught up, they were not just going to do a little bit of time. Right. It was going to be years in jail. Now this is lying to the FBI. Yeah, that's just lying. Just to you know summarize that, that's just lying. That's just taking money to play a song. Yeah, I'm talking about taking. That's it. You know, taking money to play a song. Somebody could have gone to jail over that. Yep. Yes. Right. We're talking about lying to the FBI about the influence of a foreign power in perhaps the election mm-hmm. of a president of the United States, <clears throat> and. If you decided, okay, you're going to cop a plea to that, and somebody's going to, going to give you zero to six months, it's about to get real. Oh yeah, there yeah, are there are some people who are going down. It may Way thing down. is, it may not be the president, right? Okay, because there's a chance nobody his family is going to go to jail. Yeah, well, his man. son's a d- direct relation to what's going on, right? But you know what, Jared Kushner. I mean, if you, you know, I, like I don't see how I don't see how Jared Kushner still has security clearance. I mean, this is another part of it. Yeah. I mean, it I don't see how Jared Cush. I don't see how either of his sons. I don't see how Ivanka has um, security clearance to come in and out of the White House just while there's this ongoing FBI investigation. Like I said, whether or not you feel like whether I don't care what side of the uh, political aisle you sit or stand on or whatever. If this was a movie, you'd be like, "Oh, we're in the last 15 minutes." Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you know so. 
Uh, you know, right. I know, I know, I know, because I know some people, they're just going to ride for Trump, whatever, fake news, that's what they like to go with, but this is real. This is black and white ink on paper. Mm-hmm. Somebody is going to jail, and it's somebody who is in a high level of uh, the Trump administration, and that person is telling everything that they know, mm-hmm. and I'm just saying, and this is, we're not even a year right. into Trump's administration, and we're yeah. talking about more corruption than we've probably seen, and at least in my lifetime. Yeah, and I lived through, I I, I'm old enough to remember the Iran-Contra affair. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and so, and that was probably the most foul thing well, I had ever seen. What about the, yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say, the, the Iran-Contra thing with all the, you know, the dope coming out of, was it like Nicaragua? You know what I mean? Yeah, that literally thing, like that was, selling drugs to finance a clandestine war. Yeah. Read you Rick know, Ross's yeah, book, by yeah, the way. Uh, yeah, shout out to the real, the real Rick, Rick Ross. Ross. Yeah, the real one now. Yeah, that shout to you guys because he came to <gasps> coaches. What like of all yeah, places? Book, like, two years ago. Yeah, year. yeah. And they I, got uh, signed. Yeah, you got a signed joint, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got a signed joint too. It's crazy. Like I've met just Rick. as DJ though. Nick said he was like spools, spools, and the music was all loud, and he was just like DJ, and was just like here. It's, it's crazy. I've met Rick Ross and the real Rick Ross. Nice. Yeah, it's just that's just how my life goes. Rick Ross is. I asked the guys, there's a wing stop up the uh, street. I was like, does Rick own this one? He was like, no. <laughs> he was like, but I went to an event once and he was there. And I was like, right on. <laughs> yeah, that, Lemon I think. pepper. <laughs> oh. Oh. That Louisiana think. rub, though. <laughs> oh, dude, the you always get the lemon, pe- the lemon peppers at your parties. Man, yeah. yeah. Fire. Fire, as they say now. So and the garlic uh, parmesan joints are fire, too. Yeah, those are nice. Those are nice. So dude is enough about, about chicken. Yeah, wings. it goes. Back I could to, go yeah, on it and goes on. Back to food. <laughs> yeah. So dude is about to do some serious <clears throat> telling. Seems that way. Yeah, for you to only be facing zero to six months for lying to the FBI, yeah. you're about to tell a What's, lot. Name the rapper. A box of Newports can make your finger talk. <laughs> <laughs> you will bring him a Snickers. He's from Brooklyn. Quali. Nope. From Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Most uh, most of? Nope. I was gonna say Quali. Sky Zoo. Sky Zoo. Shout out mm. to Sky Zoo. Shout out to Sky Zoo. Good call there. Anyways. <laughs> most yeah. is from Brooklyn. Yeah. Yes, I think, he is. I think he, I think he aren't he and Quali from Brooklyn? Yeah. I'm not sure. Quali exactly. Is. Yeah. No, they're both from Brooklyn. Quali. Reflects the eternal. It's like my Great favorite. Album. I love mm-hmm. that album, man. Yeah. His new album's album. pretty good too. Yeah, you might the joint Rick Ross, I really like that record, but he he has some heat on there, so Yeah, it's cool that they have the real Rick Ross on there. Yeah, whatever one you, whatever Whichever one you, one you like. consider yeah. to be the real Ricross. So did you guys I ever hear, both, not I'm to like saying. go tangent too far, but you guys remember that lawsuit? You know, the real Rick yeah. Ross yeah. suit? Yeah. 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 He was and lost. Dead serious. And, and, had to pay, and had to pay the real Rick Ross. Yeah. The, what the, I consider to be the real Rick Ross. Yes. Had to pay him. Had to pay Rick Ross the yeah. rapper. Mm-hmm. Really? Like his court costs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because he lost. It's wild. I was amazed by that because it's like you're really taking his... Yeah. Everything like his entire name, likeness, <laughs> like everything, and people, you know, obviously over time, there's been plenty of Yogati, you know, there's you know, but Rick Ross, that's the man. I mean, to name. keep it like a buck, yeah. to keep it a buck, uh, Ricky Rose mm-hmm. should have like been like Nas, nice, cool, I got it. Pay you know this. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, to keep it a buck, yeah. But nah, he's hell bit on keeping Rick Ross and like. Nothing going wrong with that. Like he's not budging off biting somebody else's entire strange, swag. Man. You know what I'm saying? So, and how he won that, I'm, I don't know. 
I can't remember. I read an article a long time. It was years ago, but yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's probably somebody that's, uh was one of Reagan's cronies and was upset <laughs> about the whole dealings. You're and taking it real deep there. Some real, hey. On some real conspiracy theory <laughs> type stuff. Really, though, his books, I thought it was really, really good. I mm-hmm. read it. That man didn't learn to read until he uh, was in prison. Yeah. yeah. For That's selling crazy. Dope. He was making millions a day. A and day. Couldn't, and couldn't. In the wow. 80s. But That's no, he's a real, he seems like, I've seen a lot of stuff. I know you met him, Jay. He seems like a very positive, No, he's a very, person, he's a very but, contrite know. and very, like, so, like he's soft-spoken and, and very interesting. Like, I only got to have a few words with him. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, he was trying to sell me a book as well. Right, but, um, <laughs> I gotta get that paper now. Hey, man, you know, book, if, brother. If, if you know, if you uh, if you, <laughs> you go from you go from selling kilos to coke to books like this, yeah, you know, man. America, man, yeah, uh, I ain't mad at you. <laughs> no. but yeah, I mean, like, it's pretty awesome the way he tells a story, and it's like I'm surprised, honestly, that. He's still alive to tell the story because, like, right. everything is backed up. There are people yeah. who covered his story that who aren't are, alive. Or are alive now. Who have been killed. Who, they say, like, shot themselves twice and committed suicide. Yeah. In yeah. The back of the, or, yeah, they shot themselves in the back of the head yeah. twice. Yeah. In the back of it. Was, uh, it was man, a, I don't want to misquote this, but I think it was Gary Webb. I think he was with him for the L.A. Times. I yeah, or one or L.A. Sentinel or, Sentinel or one of those. And it, it's, if it's not, Gary Webb wrote a book called Dark Alliance that goes into deep detail about the iran contra especially the drug portion coming into the united states and i want to say i'm not sure if it's him that's there was another gentleman but anyhow Hmm. it's very interesting and deep and as far as rick was concerned like the thing that always was interesting to me because i've always i have a degree in associate like the criminal aspect of things have always just been interesting and like he wasn't a flashy individual no that was one of the things about rick ross that always stood out like he wasn't he had an unbelievable amount of money but yeah. he wasn't it wasn't all gold everything you know what i mean or anything like that like he was very into not drawing attention to himself so there was a whole task force dedicated to trying to find him and it just could someone he got arrested in like cincinnati yep <laughs> he didn't get him get arrested in la where right. he was moving the majority of his weight basically to finance his clandestine war for ronald reagan but yeah. like deep, i said yeah. if you want to know dark more alliance about that, rick ross's book <laughs> this is check not him a conspiracy out. theory this is real life facts the, cra- the crazy thing about what Spools uh, just said was in terms of him being low-key. Like when I worked out in D.C. in finance, I met a dude, his net worth was like $45 million. He had holes in his jeans, he was rocking Skechers. Came into the bank, made a withdrawal, used to come to my office, he'd kick it, talk, have a, a couple conversations mm-hmm. to write out. And I'm like, dude. You know, and so I knew him well enough to be like, man, why don't why don't you pull up in this or why don't you carry yourself a certain way? He's like, why? He's like, I'm comfortable. I'm good. It's not necessary. I don't like unnecessary attention. And to his point, it's like you never know who you're surrounded by. No, because this dude had a net worth of forty five million dollars holes in his jeans and sketches. Whole T-shirt. He like he just got work, got done painting somebody's house. He did. See, this is what he was doing. You know, what was he doing? That, to Talk be to out on the street with the signs. Uh-huh. He's one of those people, okay. and he's just finessed the system so well that after he gets off work from doing that, he comes deposit the money into the bank. That's, that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. He that's like the second time he got real deep. 
Conspiracy. And we early in the podcast. Yeah. I follow you though. I follow you though. I follow you. So I I seen a new game. So okay. So you know, there's like people begging on every corner. Yes. Yep. For money or whatnot. Yes. So I see a lady the other day. She has a gas can, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. And she has a sign that says, "Need money for gas." Okay. She actually she has two signs. One of them says "Need money for gas." She's holding up her sign uh-huh. with her empty gas container right across the street from the gas station, mind you. Okay. And then I don't I don't even know what the other one says. Something like "God bless." Some some. I'm like, so if she ran out of gas, uh-huh. she just had some spare cardboard laying oh. in the back seat yeah. with a marker uh-huh. to like make this sign like I ran out of gas. Hey. I will say the gas thing I've definitely seen before. Really? I've not seen the gas That's thing. That's the first time I've ever gas seen a gas can. I've not seen, no, I've seen someone with a gas, I've seen that before, but I've not seen them with a sign saying, like, ran out of gas. Yeah. Especially, like, and then also in very close proximity to a gas station. Right across the street. It's like, she didn't think her, her hustle through very well, nah, or whatever's no. going on there. The sign would have thrown me off. That's why she yeah. doesn't have a job. <laughs> well, I remember, it was like, there was a lady ago. that was just jumping into people's cars on Keystone. Oh, oh yeah. 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 That's, that's <laughs> real. Like a, like, if you hit a and stop, that wasn't the first time she was doing it. No. She was doing that's that crazy. quite Sorry, often. Jim, I didn't mean to Oh, no, no. It was just like, you know, and like I said, anyone who's in that situation, like I, I have a certain level of sympathy for whether sure. you're out there because yeah. of just unfortunate circumstances or substance abuse, but I just remember I was at... Um, uh, Mass Ave Pub for Dynamite. Yep. Uh, shout out to DJ Top Speed. Sunday DJ, nights. DJ Salazar. Um, Salabar, you know what I'm saying. Salabar. We, we know where you're going. He's 45s. You know, those are my right. people. So I, I but he's went by right. both names, though, right? Yeah, he yeah. does go by. You know, cool his actual dude, last man. name is Salazar, but yeah. people Big always Bears mess fan. it up, so that's why he calls himself Salabar. I can dig um, it. I he's can a Bears fan, too. And so, end of the night, we're just chopping it up and talking, and the guy comes in. He's actually in the bar asking people for money. And... You know, usually if I got some change or a dollar or something, you know, I'll hook people up. You know, you just never know. But at the same time, this is what got me. Like, he smelled like cigarettes. Okay. And maybe this is wrong of me because, like, I should have a better heart about how I feel about the less fortunate. But I'm like, you had money for cigarettes. Cigarettes are not cheap. At all. No. And so I'm like, whatever you spend on cigarettes, that's a couple of meals. Or you bum that cigarette. Or you bum that cigarette. But at the same time, like, the efforts you put into bumming that cigarette. Right. So, like, I mean, and it, it just go. there's levels to it. Just like if you see, like, a homeless person with a dog, you're like, man, why are you doing that? A, that dog could probably be out here uh, flourishing on his own. Nah, for real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Let him I'll, get adopted. Like, I'm, I'm saying, like, you know, you think about it. Like, you go, I, I always say that people, people shouldn't even go to, like, kennels and stuff and get dogs. You should just go to a bad neighborhood. Like, you know, you don't pick a dog. A dog picks you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, like, like, but, but you're saddled. Good. You're saddled with this homeless person who's out here. Like, <laughs> that is it's kind of not fair. <laughs> it's not fair because yeah. the dog is probably doing better on his own. But you know, people have more sympathy if they see a dog on its own true, than a man and a dog. It's like, how are you gonna have a pet? That's easily the best Can thing I've heard today, But you know, that's neither <laughs> here. That's neither here nor there. I'm probably wrong for that. Hey, uh, that's, that's, shout out to people out. No, you, you're right on the money. I like that. I've always kind. I've tried to. Don't hold your dogs back out there, y'all. <laughs> let them live. Don't hold them back. Let them live. Let them be great. <laughs> Don't hold your dogs back. I, I was, Sean and I went to the game, Bears game, Bears Niners game Sunday. Bears. There were a lot of folks coming around asking for money for different things. Yeah, some seemed homeless or were I think homeless. Did Others were for some sort of organization. The buckets thing was one. Yeah, I gave the uh, so. I, did you guys partake? 
I did, man. I gave there was one I can't remember was something to like a shelter in Chicago. So I put two or three bucks in their thing. That's mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. And then uh Bucket Boys. The Bucket Boys came around. One of the guys from the Bucket They said that Rahm Emanuel doesn't like let them play. The Bucket Boys are dope in Chicago. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. They are dope. I've seen them after like a Bulls game. Yeah, and I've seen them dope. in different but the kid said basically he was a part of the Bucket Boys and uh Rahm or Mayor Rahm Emanuel doesn't allow them to play like outside like on the corner, it's just different stuff like right, that anymore. Right. I was like, "Well, that sucks." And I don't even know what he wanted the money. I was like, "Here, hey, like, yeah, man, that's to Rahm Emanuel. That's fuck shit." Now let yeah, me, dude. Let, <laughs> let me uh, bucket boys. Bucket, are, boys, bucket play. boys are awesome, man. Mm-hmm. So, but no, I feel you, Jay. Like it's you know, I have you been in Chicago? I had also had, had had six to seven beers by that point. Oh yeah. Have you ever been in Chicago so and you got sold like some batteries or some socks? Um, oh, I used to work in the heart of that, 69th and Ashland. Yeah, I remember. Anything you want. I got sold some tube socks uh, on, yeah. on the train once. Yeah. Was, Here's the, this, oh, Chicago, man. they hustling the shot. Oh, though. yeah. That's, I was like, at least out. they had something for me. Yeah, they hustling the shot. It's my day. man, Josh Baxter. Shot to my man, Baxter. This is one of the best stories I've heard. So, um, we're at the, the front page used to be close to Wheeler Mission, mm-hmm. which is a great right place, street, great organization. Yeah. I've had the chance to uh, volunteer there once or twice. But there's usually folks kind of just hustling outside like somewhere around wheeler mission so my buddy josh was walking down the street and this dude walks up to him and goes he goes excuse me sir he goes you look like a trim fit individual he's like would you like to buy this 12 pack of diet coke <laughs> what? <laughs> wow Yo, yes that's classic so, bro shout to josh you can comment. <laughs> Hopefully, you're, you know you'll check out this episode, or I'll text you and remind you. But that's funny. Confirm that story. You look like a trim fit individual. Would you like to, to buy, buy this twelve Diet pack Coke. of Diet Coke or Diet Pepsi or something like that? But that's one of the that's pretty funny, man. One I of like the better that. ones. And Josh was like, "Man, I just don't like that stuff. Or else I just would have <laughs> bought it, man. Like that was really good." <laughs> we tangented. Strong. We tangented real far off of. Try to try this one out. Um, we talked about this as well. I have another really good hustle story if you guys want to hear it. It's real <laughs> fast, though. Go ahead, Bradley. Yeah, go ahead. Right, with one that. time we were, I was with a buddy of mine. We were, this was years and years ago. We went to go pick up a friend of his at the train station. He's coming in from Chicago, actually. And uh, we were in there just kind of waiting. This dude walks up to us, and he totally did one of the, like, open your coat, and I've got, like, this and this. <laughs> it was in real life. This actually happened to me and like my buddy Clay. Good times. Yeah, yeah. Real shout out to coming to America. <laughs> and he goes, I got this. I got these watches, or I got these bracelets, or whatever. And we were both just like, now nah, we're cool, man. The dude just... <laughs> he had this look on his... Just like this... And he just goes... <laughs> Fucked in the game again. I promise that I do. Okay, I'm done. Now. Hey man, we ain't meant to. Su- we ain't All right, let's right. let's stop talking about homeless people. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't meant to survive, but it's a setup, man. Even though you fed Woo. up, keep your head up, man. <laughs> Fucked in the game right, again. Fucked in the game again. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was a sound bite we had for man, the, for the board. That, and just his face. It was solemn, dude. Again. It was real. Right. Like he was. Yeah. Shout out to that dude, man. Yeah, man. I hope he's back on his feet. I hope so the game man. treated him better after Pick up that the day. Pieces, <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I see y'all tapping your feet. <laughs> I see y'all tapping your feet. I seen y'all. <laughs> maybe a little bit during the pickup. Yeah, he was like, maybe a little bit on the pickup. <laughs> he's like, I was with you on the pickup the pieces a little bit. <laughs> you got me confused with the next man. <laughs> nah, my name is my name is Hustle Marcellus. I <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember when he delivered him that pizza though when it, during the blizzard. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There wasn't no. Pizza in no. Hey, you remember when he did the uh, the wedding coordinator? Yeah, oh, yeah. Awesome. Oh, he had the loaf. loaf. <laughs> he was like, "No, you got to marinate." Yeah. 
Yo, Shout man, just to Tracy out, Morgan, man. man. FBI <laughs> hearings to old episodes of Martin. Like, that's what the new old heads Yo, is all man. about, yes, man. Sir. He was like, pork and bean juice, you got to marinate. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, mm-mm, you got to marinate it in pork and bean nah, juice. Nah, sweetie, nah, Bob. sweetie. <laughs> sweetie, baby. Yo, shout out to Tracy Morgan, man. That, that <laughs> mug was funny, man. Remember when he rolled up on them with the flowers? <laughs> they were sitting man. in their car, and he just knocked on their door, on their, and they had, they had these like wimpy-ass little flowers. I was just trying to swallow my drink, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah wouldn't let me Yo, be great. Martin, is one, Martin <laughs> this is a random... This clearly is going to be a random episode. Martin is hey. one of the best sitcoms I've ever seen ever like you somebody can, gonna be pregnant no, see, that was my, that was my you can, one <laughs> through three is all comedy gold. you can put Martin up against a lot of sitcoms and I'm not talking about I'm not going to limit it to black sitcoms. Oh, I'm no, talking no. about period. Martin's awesome, man. There are episodes I've seen 20 show, times, man. and I laugh at them like I've mm-hmm. never. Yeah. Like my the Varnell Hill uh, episodes where he goes to Hollywood. And yeah. Is that Tommy Davidson? Davidson? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Where he's like, there are two important things in life. Love <laughs> is both of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was just so corny but so funny, Yo, he al- he almost started laughing on the part where he's talking about Lake Varnell. Oh, yeah. You can see it like... Tommy Davidson is Mar- funny, man. Yeah. Or uh, the part where uh, David Allen Greer is playing the, uh, the crooked preacher. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Reverend Leon Yo, Lonnie get Love. Get away from me, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Martin's, char- Martin's, Martin's characters... Sister Gina? <laughs> Martin's characters were amazing, man. We did an EP called... Elroy Preston, like mm. the Elroy Preston EP. Mm. Pro Don't you know dude. no good, yeah, man. man. Um, yeah, shout out to Martin, man. That was me, uh, the Kung show. Fu dude. Um, uh, Dragonfly, Jones. Dragonfly Jones was yeah. awesome. It was a pleasure for you to uh, make my acquaintance. Uh, <laughs> silence. Funny, <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're gonna cut off my phone. <laughs> oh, Otis. Otis. Yeah, oh, Otis is funny. He said, uh, <laughs> "I ain't giving you no money, punk." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, shout out to Martin. And got whooped. Got weird. I know, right? By uh, what's, oh, his, what's oh, his sister's name? Could hold his own, though. Facts. He, had that, he kept that taser on him too low key. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, I don't want to say now, boy. <clears throat> let's try this one. Let, let's try this one. Uh, <laughs> let's try this one. Leangelo Ball is getting pulled out of UCLA per, by his father. Mm-hmm. Um, his father says, LeVar. you know, Mr. LeVar Ball, he says, you know what? I'm just going to pull him out because he's about to get his heavy suspension at UCLA. So I'm just going to train him myself, and he'll be ready for the league. And I'm like, fam, your son is not a high recruit. He's Nobody. Really he's actually not on any scouting reports at all. Bingo. Nobody is checking for him. Maybe he could go play in China. Oh, I see what that you was weird. I think I made that, that I see, comment I, before I the show. I was like, wouldn't it be ironic if he went and played in China for a year before? So let me let me. It's I, the same thing. Side note: It's not out of nowhere. Um, Moutier did that. Yes. A couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he was going to go to SMU. There was some scandal, whatever. So he just said, forget it. I'll go play. Played for played in China. Got a million dollars over Brandon there. Jennings did Brandon Jennings did that over as well. Here. Yeah, so. Point you know Brandon he Jennings is out of the league completely? Really? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Like, there are some guys who are like, we're, we thought we're on the come up. Like, Roy Hibbert's out of the league. That, Trash. That I'm not doesn't surprise okay, me right. Okay, yeah. no one here is surprised. Trash. But, uh, like, you know, he got like $19 million a year when he was in Indianapolis. So let, me, so. let, me, let, me Overpaid. A, let me ask you oh guys. Let goodness. me ask you guys. Be one of the, the most. Red dog. Let goodness. me ask you guys this about the, in terms of the ball phenomenon, right? So there's a pretty, there's a big enough sample size between when he was at UCLA up until we were probably about a quarter through this first, his first rookie season, talking about Lonzo. Um, that is. 
people clamor to dad after the game, whether it's like TMZ or whomever. People want to get sound bites, right? Mm-hmm. So they're trying to implement a system where he either can't be interviewed or they can't take any of his sound bites because he's criticized Luke Walton. He's talking about how he's coaching his son soft. So I'm not the one to tell people how to raise their children because I don't have children. Um, but what do you guys think about the attention that has been brought to Lonzo? Because in my opinion, I feel like it's going to hinder his success. That's just me. Everybody's coming for his throat. Patrick Beverly put him on blast game one of his rookie year of this year, obviously. Mm-hmm. So is dad becoming more of a distraction? Because I think, <clears throat> excuse me, my, it's the same. Because he's living vicariously through his son. They have a reality show. What do you expect? They do yeah. on Facebook. He's about that paper now. I'm not knocking. He's an entrepreneur. But I think it's going. I think it's hindering Lonzo. What do you say, Long? I think it hinders every child. Okay, fair enough. But I, but I don't necessarily uh, like, it, like like you said. I don't, who am I to tell him how to raise his son? You know, yeah. he, he's got his he's got his family first in mind. Yep, all the time. Facts. You know. Um, but sometimes it it does seem like he's living vicariously through all of them. That's the way I see it. It's it's definitely, it is. seems like I mean, he's thinking about himself like way too much. More he than, is like we've actually talked about this. But when he when he makes a statement like, "Nah, all my kids are one and done in college." Like, what right. if what if one of them wants to actually stay and become educated because well, he's not quite good enough to play? No, I, I, I think that's a point. that's a valid point. You know, it's like, but valid. he he's just I don't know. I don't I don't want to say that the kids are intimidated by their father. In that aspect, because what's the middle child? What's the one who's in who's UCLA now? That's Jello, uh, uh, Leangelo. Leangelo. That's the one that was like I, you know. I'm like, does because now they say he's withdrawn from UCLA because yeah. he's not going to be able to play because it's indefinite suspension. <laughs> yep. His dad. What if? Did that. What if? His. What if he actually doesn't want to be in one and done? We're under the assumption that these kids want to be yeah. a one and done. What if he actually wants to take something from the college experience? Just, he doesn't yeah, want to like, run to the NBA. Maybe that's because mm-hmm. the thing is, maybe that's not his dream. Maybe. Like, we don't ever think about And at the same time, he's 18 years old, 18, 19, or whatever it is right. you are when you're a freshman. Right. You're a man at that point. As far as the the decisions you're yeah, able to make and how you're decision. able to be held accountable. So, you know, for... You say my father's taking me out of school. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, I mean, for the youngest one, okay, that's what it is because your right. father, you're still right. Right. under right. 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 his yeah. name. But yeah. I, I, you know, and, and the thing is, I would say, you know, we talk about indefinite suspension. I'm thinking about the times, the few, you know, I played ball up until I was like a junior in high school. Look out now. You know, <laughs> clearly I wasn't good enough to go. <laughs> like, tr- truly, I, I used my voice in my brain after that because my legs and my arms were not going to get me any further in this life. Facts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I, but I think about the coaches I played for, you know, when I was at uh, at Lafayette uh, or Selvage, going oh, back hold this, on, going hold back hold that hold far. Hold on. Uh, you know, okay, yeah, we, okay all right. Thank I'll you. That is. Hold on. Very good. Very Spools, good. explain uh, that, please. Oh, the fuck shit the fuck bell. Shit bell yeah. yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I rang it because Sean is—you could hear his phone and it interrupted the show. All right. So here's what I'm. It gonna happens say. to everybody. Everybody's done it. We didn't have a fuck shit bell before. Oh no, but and I if, got some for you. And if it would have done, if it would have happened before, it should have been ringing. So I'm gonna too. ring it back oh, because oh, wow. I do the editing, and you're not gonna hear that. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
Keep in mind, I call him Fair the maestro enough. for a reason, and so he can you edit. Probably it. haven't heard that in any of the other episodes as well. Even oh. Terry's last week. Yeah. yeah. Nope. See, I didn't hear it. I've heard Mike's. I think I heard Mike's. Shout out to Lone stunting on these fools but, out here. Bang bang. But you do have the ability. Sorry, brother. More. I apologize. You know, I think about the the. But yeah, you're right. Um, any of the coaches, even going back, if I'd have done some some off brand shit like stealing, you know, when we're on, uh, uh, you know, because the thing is, even though he's a man at this point, he's 18 or whatever, yeah. like your name doesn't belong to you yet mm. because mm. like that would be something that I'd be, that would be my, my, my father's name that right. I'm besmirching, if you will, right. by doing something as stupid as trying to just petty theft yeah. on not only petty theft, but petty theft on a foreign land when I'm on a school trip. Yes. Right. Like, and so your brother plays for the Lakers who could have easily bought you those shades. You know, so... Well, I just ease. think about how scared I would be to, to steal, I mean, to steal from in China. Look, I've like, seen... We, we hear these stories. I know what That's what I'm is. saying. This is like facts. Like, this facts. is a communist country. Yeah. They don't care about what we care about over here. At all. You know, and so yeah, to all. me, if, you know, and like I said, up to this point, like, I've been, a, you know, even though I think he's a jerk, I've, I've been a, 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 a fan of Mr. Ball. You hey, know what I'm saying? Hey, he's, to Lone's point, he's about his family first. You exactly. have to honor that. You, you have know, to respect but I, that. It, but at the same time, as a father, you have to understand that your son needs to see, he needs to sit down. Like, you know what I'm saying? This year away from basketball, that may be what he needs. You know, so I would, like I said, I'm thinking about, like, if I'd have done something like that, not only how my coaches would have reacted, but how right. my father would have reacted. Right. If I'm out there and putting a stain on his name, because like exactly. I said, the name doesn't belong to me yet. It's a legacy thing. It's a, it's a legacy it, it, thing. So, like, I just think for him to act like it's not that big of a deal is an issue. You, you know, see, this is what I'm happens. Sorry, go ahead. Circle of life. <laughs> go ahead, man. Go ahead. We, we recorded. Why did I get the fuck you, Bill? Well, I mean, you're dinging in the microphone. So we're going to compare my ding to... You know, what you can do in is the actually turn... Uh, all your media uh, and all that off before, like I did. Yeah, I did. I, I do. Too. Uh, Mine just happened. I, I turned it oh, down. Oh, you do too? Yeah, I'm just saying. I had uh, one incident. <laughs> okay, I'm just checking. So, why you get mad? And I'm not even I'm here not all mad the time. Though. Why you raise your voice? Why do I always have to be the mad person? I'm why not you raise mad. Your, But why you yelling? I'm really. not I probably should have turned my media. I turned my ringers off, but my media's on. So when I did the live or the the. Instagram video, it may have re-picked mm-hmm. up. Real, you, you definitely dinged in the microphone because I, I heard it in my headset. <laughs> I deserve the fucks you, Bill. I'm sorry. On the same is. topic, though, what I, Mike had alluded to this before. There's another one. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Thanks, Just real Jerry. quick, an ESPN article, and what many employees at Staples Center view as the, quote, LeVar Ball rule. Bingo. This season, the Los, Los Angeles Lakers are enforcing a policy that no longer allows members of the media to congregate in a section of the arena among family and associates of players after games. Real quick, family, friends, and agents usually wait for players in the seats behind the basket closest to the visiting team's locker room at the end of the games. Interviews conducted in that designated area and near the tunnel leading to the arena corridors are now forbidden. Is that not the LeVar Ball rule? Yeah, basically, because nobody's gathering to talk to anybody else's dad. So here's the thing about that. I don't blame, and I agree with what you guys were saying as far as like how he wants to raise his his, his kids or whatever. Cleveland. You didn't see Michael Jordan's daddy. All in the videos, dancing. dancing. Oh, you didn't see it's that. just Rest a little. Peace, it's a little too much, man. And I, I saw this come. I, I, I didn't think he would go that far. I knew the Lakers, a professional organization, wouldn't tolerate it. And his sons aren't at UCLA long enough for UCLA probably to care. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, I'm, I'm not surprised that this happened at all. He does. It, it does look make the Lakers look bad. Like he doesn't care about their education. Like going back to that. 
because like so the youngest has a shoe already and it was that's dope by the way you're in high school you got a you got a shoe that's really that's dope but it's i guess it's the ncaa rule that you can't have your own shoe while playing for an NCAA team. And receive a scholarship. See, so he the, pulled him out. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. he so pulled him like, out. Well, no, he hasn't even went yet. For him to go. No, but he hasn't I, went yet. What I'm saying is, he, but what I'm saying is he, he would rather, the way I understood it, he would rather just have him get his signature shoe and not go to school for that reason, just to avoid all that. Right. I'm just going to homeschool him, mm-hmm. train him up so he can well, go no, to that, the No, not, that had, not the whole high school thing. Okay, okay. It doesn't have anything to do with the high school thing. He okay. could have had. He can have his own shoe in high school. In high school, I got you. I got you. But it, it was something with the coaching staff or something. Oh, in, in high college, school. in college, it's um like it's whatever um, company sponsors that school. Right. It's, a, it's yeah. an endorsement right. essentially. Yeah. 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 So that was the they're saying is, that it's a Nike coach. You but you're gonna wear some Nike. Yeah. 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 I mean, you have no. That? You have no Simple choice. That? Yeah. Simple yeah. as that. And he was saying something like he's gonna rewrite the rules or something like that. And like I get it, he's all for his sons advancing, and yeah. the whole thing is he's using them to get where he never got. And here's Vicarious. the other thing too, like to that, yeah, to that same point. Vicarious. Is this the guy that we want? Like, has he been proven to be like like he's? It's always I'm going to pull my kid out and train him myself. Like, I don't know if that's good for these dudes. Like for his sons, we'll find out. Like who who has he successfully trained? I mean, he might to be this point good... that is in the NBA right now. And I don't, you can't, I don't think say Lonzo Ball because he played organized high school basketball he and played he played a year one in UCLA. Year in college in the NCAA tournament. We yes, got to he see did. He got yeah. to do. So mm-hmm. it's not like yeah. he's just been like we have no example of what Levar Ball's training is going to do for any player. Look, to yet. get into the league, they got to have tape on you. That's all there yeah. is to that. The Whether be- it's it's YouTube, or you playing in Lithuania, yeah. or Russia, or it China. would behoove. Lee, I think it's Lagello or Leangelo too. If he's not going to do that, don't <laughs> go play in China for a year. Yeah. Go play competitive ball, or play in Greece, or play somewhere in Europe, so where you're you're playing grownups, man. I you know what I mean? What like, or dictates. tell your father, it's, I want to go ahead. And another thought too. Play. Yeah. I, I'll take my medicine. Yep. And sit out this year and play yeah. a, my sophomore year at UCLA. Yeah. Because yeah, so you're know, not I, you're not getting an NBA contract off the strength that your dad likes to talk a lot. Right. And. Your plus, oldest brother made it. Plus, I don't even Kinda think he made it. I don't even yeah. think he was starting this year, anyways. Who's that? No, nah, he wasn't. Jello wasn't even going to start. So no, how, he wasn't. How do you expect to make it into the NBA after one year if you're not even a, a highly you're touted? You're not even a starter. In how can you college. prove? You can't even prove yourself. Yeah. So, and they said uh, on um, uh, uh, first take, yeah, first take. They said he's not on anybody's draft board hmm. um, through three rounds. No, nobody's. Nobody's. Not nobody's so point, nobody's, nobody's. If you're not a lottery nobody's. pick, it there's really not doesn't even, matter. There's not even yeah. three rounds, and there's only two rounds. Is it, what, yeah. a, oh, I, I thought, oh, I thought you were going to say even if they had like three rounds, well, yeah. But I he's mean, not. Um, do, there's I'll, like I'll a free that. agent <laughs> supplemental. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, and see, what I heard was was scouting list. Like he, NBA scouts aren't even looking for him at all. He's not even registered at all. Here's the thing, man. I like Lon. Like just talking straight basketball, right? Yeah. Lonzo's got game, man. Lonzo's going to be just fine. He, I, I personally think menta- so because mentally he's very sharp. He's yes, got a he great is. feel for the game. He's a humble. He's just he seems like a humble right guy. Now. Yeah, he's a little timid. I think he's averaging seven or eight, nine points a game. You know what I mean? Yeah, Something like that. But he already hit a couple triple doubles. But, you know, yeah, he, he, that's he, he, he's a ball distributor. He's not a scorer. He's yeah. going to be just. He's going to have a long career, man. Mm-hmm. And he's oh, yeah. he's a good ball player. I wouldn't call him a bust. It's too early for that. No, he's definitely not a bust. I watched Lagello. I was looking at Zion Williamson games, mm-hmm. and their AAU teams played against each other, and I was just watching him play, and like 
he does not have the same kind of game as his brother, man. No. He's not as unselfish as They're saying Lonzo that the is. youngest is better than all three of them. Really? But you know what? what now saying. that he's pulled out of school, how do we really go? Exactly. Because yeah. Lonzo's a lot better than Lajello. Yeah. yeah. And if you think about it, so like the game where he scored like 100 points in high school, yeah. it was a cherry-picking game yeah, that the whole I time. Yeah. And I think that's why the dad is upset. That um, I think they brought in another coach or something or another. Oh, but Chino Hills, that the they high school? can't. Yeah. They're not going to play that. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I anymore. Yeah. They're going to actually. It's like you're not going to build the offense around my basketball. son. He's out of here. Well, yeah. Like I, like I said, the the beauty is we're going to find out. Like we'll be able yes. to see him with his training regiment and see what he does. You know what I'm saying with the middle son. So I mean, if anything, we'll he would have put his son, his youngest son, in another high school. Yeah, could have done that. Like, because that happens all essentially, the time. you're holding him back because you can't you can't produce the same style of play that he's facing right. when he's playing teams. That's fair. You can't you can't do that, and he's playing the best uh, players in those select townships or mm-hmm. whatever. That's fair. You can't do that, even if he's going to play pickup games. Right. It's That's not what I'm the saying. Same. I don't think him being trained is the best. No. Idea. Unless LeVar Ball t- turns out to be the most amazing basketball trainer ever. And we will, we definitely will. Which uh, could happen. But. We, we're going to see. So mm-hmm. we will find out. I want to jump into some music out to South Memphis. Uh, <laughs> Joyner Lucas, I'm not racist. Uh, I did not get a chance to see the entire video. I saw the gentleman, I think it was a white guy with the beard. His ver- He did the first verse, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get a chance to see the whole thing. Lone, what were your thoughts on that one? Well, first off, it was all Junior Lucas, right? You know that, yeah. right? Yeah, that's what I, I I haven't seen all of it. They just said it was his record, but there were multiple characters in it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. The video is. I was just making probably sure probably doing the song. It is. It's just his record, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, was yeah. just making that's sure. A good you point, Jay Moore. You should bring that up as yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what What's was that? the video might be doing the song a disservice potentially. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just, maybe I have to go listen but to anyway, the record. I apologize, I've interrupted. You. What What were your thoughts on that joint? Because I haven't, I have not, I didn't get a chance to see it in its entirety yet. Um, because I know we talked about this prior to coming on. Well, how about how about this? Okay, because I know Jay and Terry have negative things to say about it. Okay. So I I will I will counter those. Okay, not necessarily fully, but partially. Okay. After let's so let's go to right, them let's, first. Let's go to uh, DJ J Diff. Uh, let's 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 uh let's get your thoughts quickly on that Jordan Lucas video. I'm just real indifferent about it. Like okay. the. The whole concept of it was, it's all right. I mean, just the way it starts out, it it kind of throws you off a little bit, especially if you don't know what's going on. It's like, what is this? Okay. You know what I'm saying? It kind of takes you, throws especially you off. Especially the video. Yeah, the video. Because it starts off right with the white guy looking right <clears throat> in the camera with the, the hat on. See, I feel like I need to see that first you know, before. Like, and if you don't know Joyner yeah, Lucas, you definitely like, need to yeah. check Dropping in words and like stuff. Said, yeah. Yeah. It might do you better to hear the song. Before then, you see the video, because like just when we were talking about it, my opinion of the song is really influenced by the visual, which I didn't care for. Hmm. Yeah, it's bad. Like that's how I feel about it as far as the visual is concerned. Even his verse, mm-hmm. um, not not the first verse that the white guys um, rapping portraying, um, yeah. um, but the response. What's the name? Yeah, the response. Um, just, just so everybody knows, there's a black guy that responds, right? right? Yeah, right. so it's like the white person is, starts first, okay, and he's got all these reasons why. I don't know. He's 
just what yeah he doesn't he doesn't understand why black people just can't get it together really okay yeah and then then there's like a little pause and he's like i'm not racist and then the black guy responds okay go ahead i just want to make sure we got clarification there like some of the things that he was saying about being black Mm -hmm. were were very cliche any examples uh off the top i mean i know you kool-aid okay Chicken. chicken, chicken. So it's st- real, real stereotypical. Yeah, right? yeah I was yeah. like, why okay. is that? In the, and I'm in the way he's spitting it is like he's mad. And selling drugs you can't too get or this. Yeah, yeah, this is. It was just like, ugh, I just wasn't feeling it. Okay. And then at the end, there's there's like this, this embrace. Like they look at each other, and he's like, oh, I, I kind of get it now. And and the black dude's like, okay, this, you know. And then jump, they hug each other. I kind of feel in, the Jay, same way, just because, like I said, I saw the video. And, of course, I see it through the eyes of also seeing it on uh, Deezus and Mero. Shout yeah. out to them. Not that they, they're listening, but. Um, they may. They may <laughs> you be. You never know. At never one know. point, they but, may. Um, Bodega Boys. Yeah, exactly. Um, hey, they came up off a podcast. Maybe we're next. They did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you better speak that in existence. But, you know, it, it, I, I got the same feeling of, unfortunately, when I. Remember when LL Cool J did that song, Accidental Racist, with oh, that yeah. uh, country yeah, music artist? Terrible. Yeah. And, you know, and, and maybe it hurt me a little bit more because, like, I'm, I'm from. Like, LL Cool J, that is my jumping off point into hip hop. Being okay. like, okay, this is go, this is what I'm going to be into. Mm-hmm. Where, of course, I liked raps, but I was in video games and robots. But like when I heard "I'm Bad" on Magic 108 Class. in St. Louis on a Friday afternoon, I literally sat in front of the radio for an entire weekend trying to hear that song again. Mm. And I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to be into. And right. that's, that was my jumping off point. So LL is like a superhero to me. So hearing him do that. And so, like, that that's kind of going off on a tangent about me and my love for hip-hop. But um, it was just almost like, not that, it, it was almost like, hey, let's give a certain level of credibility to people's messed up perceptions of black life in America. Yeah. Okay. It's sort of like when he said, well, you know, I won't judge, you know, your your Confederate flag if you don't, you know, uh Judge my gold chains. This is going right. back to the accidental racist song. I was yeah, like, that was the so Confederate true. flag. That was, that was is a symbol. Yeah. You know, my gold chains have never. You know, not that I got wear gold chains or, but it's just in, you know when we're talking about have never oppressed anybody. You may not mm-hmm. care for them as as a fashion Absolutely. statement, you know, but the gold chains have never done anything to your family, right? You know, so when I I heard or saw the video, that's what it gave me the feeling of, and like I said. Because I saw the video before I just listened to the song, maybe I would have had a different idea about it. But like I think we when we spoke earlier, it's not really for me. It's almost to make a certain segment of white people who don't really listen to hip hop feel a little bit better about having a certain racist feeling in their heart. And the thing is, like, I would rather people say instead of saying I'm not racist, I'd rather certain people say, you know what? I might be a little bit racist. At yeah, least yeah, for sure. we could have a real conversation there. Yeah. Because, like, if you say, I'm not racist, but this, 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 and this watermelon chicken and, yeah. you know, Kool-Aid. The whole like, first yeah, verse you was, might be a little bit racist. racist. I'd rather you say I'm a little bit racist. To me. Because then we could have a real conversation. No, absolutely. Let's come along with, no, the, absolutely. with his uh, rebuttal. I agree with everything you guys are saying. Uh-huh. Um, I, I think the first verse absolutely was racist. Yeah. I think his response in certain parts, just coming from a white person, I think his response, I I didn't like the fact that he kept feeling like he kept having to say, I'm not racist okay. in the mm-hmm. response. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, that's the black guy. Because that's, yeah. that's the go-to. Well, both of them were saying it on yeah. both okay. ends. Okay. Um, 
I look at it from a different, a little bit, a different <clears throat> skewed angle in a sense. Um, I, I believe that the that part of the learning curve for white people that are racist that maybe don't want to be racist, um, a lot of times is a is a specific type of understanding, and I believe that there needs to be dialogue mixed with emotional attachment. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's real. Um, and what this did when I listened to it, I agreed with everything that you guys said, but I felt like the song was not made for necessarily us to consume. I felt like it was made for people that maybe, maybe they see the I'm not racist and they see the white person out front and then that creates a dialogue. Or maybe they listen to everything the white person says and they listen to how the black person responds and at a very rudimentary level, it very slowly starts to bridge stuff and break stuff down. Mm-hmm. I don't think most white people that um, most white people that don't understand racism and systemic racism in America probably don't know what we were just talking about there okay. before that, or they they haven't got to that point to understanding to accept those things. But they might be able to bridge the the chicken and the watermelon and and what he was saying the very. Um, the obvious racist stuff that the guy was saying in the very first part and the counterpart. Um, Blatantly obvious based on what you guys are describing. But, but the fact, but the fact that a lot of white people in general don't have that emotional attachment, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. to be able to care enough to understand that these things actually impact other people that they don't understand. I can see how that may possibly have an impact. Mm hmm. That's just what I think about it. So I agree, but I think that I think that his target may have been a little bit different. I'm curious, actually, what Joiner. I haven't heard him speak on it at all. Me neither. But I'm very curious as to what his target was, and I I, I can understand and I can appreciate people saying that it's problematic. Right. I can I can agree with but that. But maybe that's what it needs to be problematic to start a conversation because that's what we're talking about right now. And so and, and at the same time, uh, my son is that his name? Mm-hmm. My son. My son. Yeah. He responded with the more. Yeah. "Quote unquote educated version, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But things. That I are, don't know if his. I don't know if his response would have the same response to those people that were trying. That when I say we, I say I speak from a white person's perspective, are trying right. to reach, right? As opposed to the other one. Whether it's fucked up or not, I feel like I don't know. I don't. I think there's an, an education that has to happen, and I feel like it. They have to feel certain certain way i, I don't think, know i think we're in an era of and i'm speaking on the levels of cognitive dissonance oh, no, you, no, in, in I, white america which it. is very very thorough i get it i just think that we are we are in the age or we are in the era of uncomfortable things sparking dialect and conversation dialogue dialogue same thing sorry <laughs> is ahead, it go ahead, same thing go ahead, go ahead. no it wasn't. no they're not yeah <laughs> Sorry. You, know you had I mean. a flow going, man. I'm not you mad at I you. Meant, yeah, 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 Thank yeah. You. Dialect and dialogue are two different words. <laughs> <laughs> two different meanings, even. Shout out to the fucks, you Bill. Yeah. Anyway, we're in that era now where uncomfortable things get people talking, right? Look, as uncomfortable and, as you are with Colin Kaepernick, to someone who is uncomfortable with that, the conversations have been had. Facts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Facts. He's not in the about- league. You know, but of course, there's been that hush money. We might have to say that for another episode, because mm. uh, I still consider it hush money. Because it's like, okay, 
I'm glad you come in with that eighty nine million dollars, but really what is that to you? Exactly. We trying to at, get these ratings but, back. But up. you're still but Man. you're still not addressing the fact that Colin Kaepernick is not in the league and honestly he could start for about six teams. Yeah. So, so we're gonna give you this bread <laughs> and hopefully we can get these ratings back. Yeah, up, and hopefully period. hopefully you'll stop protesting and you know, you'll stop bringing up Colin Kaepernick. Everything goes back to normal spools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm coming to you. Um Put a bow on it, man, in terms of everything that you know, has been around um, the room. I understand what everybody, like everybody's point of view as far as what their feelings about the song. Um, I agree with what Jay Moore said kind of at the top of the conversation, which was that I think sometimes the video can, I think that that video could possibly do a disservice to the song. I thought the things that he, okay, so here's what I'll say. The things that he was saying when he was the white guy, yeah. I've heard white people say. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I've heard absolutely. it a lot more since Donald Trump has been voted into mm-hmm. office. Okay. A lot more. So now to that's the real. point of that's the, real. I guess, rebuttal part where then he was the black guy in the mm-hmm. video, uh-huh. I don't think it was as good. It was almost like if you could take my son's verse and stick it in there, it would have been a better rebuttal to what... Mm. I think it was great for white people, not the not in the way that Jay Moore necessarily said or the way that uh, Terry or Mike or that you guys, like that pocket of white people to make them feel good. I think the very end does that. The very end bothered me because it, the turn, when, when you say agree to disagree, yeah, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah, think yeah, that, yeah. that, that type of uh, phrase should, um, should come out when you're talking about things like, um, race and compassion and love like, and empathy should, yeah, exactly. and, and things like that. Agree yeah, to yeah, disagree. Yeah. No, like that, that, that kind of ruined it. For me, just mm-hmm. a little bit, that very end part that I guess we'll agree to disagree and hug it out. Like that yeah. was a lame ending. However, right. I thought this did a great job of calling out white people today, December the 5th, 2017, on all the shit that they've been saying and, and in some ways feel validated by with Donald Trump being our president right now. Wow. I think it was a great, I think he did a great job of doing that because again, this is the stuff that this is what I, this is what I hear. Like, from white people when, when some of these discussions come up yeah. as, as it pertains to black people. Especially... And sometimes it's hidden. They don't... The people won't say black people like right out when yeah. they start saying things but like... you know what they're so talking about. So he, he was talking yeah. about... So there's a term welfare queen that's been around for a very, very long time that started like in the 60s. Right? Somewhere really popularized around that during time. the Reagan era. Yes. Yeah. And, and maybe it was the 70s that started but it did popularize during the Reagan era and it was this concept that black women... Um, have children so they can get money from the government and just live off the government. Like, just eat shrimp like, and steak all day. Yeah, benefits. Like, how just unbelievable. But, but the thing is, the saddest, the saddest part about all that is there are white people that actually believe that. Yeah. And that helps mold their uh, no opinions question. about black people in no general. And there are white actually, people on welfare yeah, who are like, look at these welfare queens. That show that there's more... Uh, white people on yeah. welfare than there are black people. And, and, and as far as proportion is concerned, it's more in line with the overall proportion That's racially, it. like speaking racially. Like, yeah. you talk about tax cuts that, that like, not necessarily tax cuts, but like, yeah, like um, socially generated programs like welfare. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, I don't know why I said tax cuts, but at the end of the day, it's it's, I thought he did do a good job of, like, I know a lot of white people that I think need to hear this. And not to make them feel good, to make them feel uncomfortable. I, I so that you don't feel validated because you, you're refusing to hear another side of it. Now, could those same white people, to the point Sean kind of made, I see it as like levels. There are this group of white folks that are, you can, you can still reach them. Yeah. Right now, and they're almost like ripe to be reached yeah. right now. 
But then there's another level of white folks that you're not going to reach, man. You mean yeah. the people who are going to vote for Roy Moore? Exactly. Okay. I, just, I, just did, put that I see what you did. You know, man. and those those the first group that I mentioned, I think this song is great for them. Like, you're not validated in feeling those things. That's mm-hmm. what this Joyner Lucas song did for me for right. the, that group of white people. All those things that you feel good about saying that makes you feel better than black people or like you have it all figured out. Well, you're wrong. And this is a lot of times. And I thought too. This, uh, the song did a good job. Of and there, a lot of, of times that. too, that there is stuff that we, Spools and I, for example, mm-hmm. there, there were conversations that we'll be in with like six or seven other white people mm-hmm. that you guys will never be in conversations with. I because, happen, oh no, because they, they feel Sunday. No, they will feel comfortable saying. I believe it to you because they. They think even, that we're a part of yeah, them. Yeah, they think, oh, well, you, these guys think just be just based on this right here. Yeah. They think, well, I was pointing skin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That, it's like, oh, well, they probably feel the same way I do. Yeah. And yeah. they don't realize that they're saying. And then it gets really uncomfortable. It, yeah. does, it can. Not, not necessarily for me. Not for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> but, I don't feel uncomfortable. Like, um, yeah. But that, and that's something that's very, very specific because I, yeah. I notice this in different people that they'll, they'll say things and they'll be very vocal about these things, but then they'll tuck it under depending on what happens. And I, that's and so that kind of what you said it goes back to the levels you know this song speaks to certain levels it doesn't necessarily speak to everybody but yeah like you know are 80 year old white men gonna hear that and change right now no no it's over but could some of these kids that marched in charlottesville that really didn't know why they were there in the first place and were just kind of following along with the crowd and think they feel you know a certain way right now or they just are just you know as white males are being beaten to the ground by the mm-hmm. system right now and all this just horse shit that some people think, yeah, I think that that could have touched them. There's, a, a, chance. Bit. The, yeah. there's the, a chance. The cognitive dissonance in race for a lot of white people, depending on how you grew up, is not a one, two, three-year process. For some, it's 10 years. It's 12 years. It's 15 years. And I say this from experience. Mm-hmm. Right. And this, is, this was a 10-year process for me. Right. To fully understand, to fully grasp everything. It took 10 years for me to fully grasp. And I'm not even saying I understand everything as it is. Yeah. Right, but it took me ten years to really. But the fact is, you can say that out loud and say, "I don't fully understand the things the way they are." Like there's people who are who are so committed to their worldview mm-hmm. that yeah. they think they understand everything, and the, this is the reason why black people do these things, yeah. and this is why this is wrong, and <laughs> yeah. the, you know. But then you, and you bring up redlining, and you bring oh, yeah. up Jim Crow, and they're like, busting, and, and yeah. the things they did in Chicago with housing, and, and the, you bring they, up they, oh, yeah. Fred Hampton, and they're like, yeah, "Oh, well, yeah. that was so long ago." Yeah, I was like, "No, that's when your dad was alive." To yeah. like po- the idea of telling black—I mean, just specifically in this song—the idea of a white person telling a black person—we mentioned this before on this show—to get over slavery or to get over yeah. the one hundred years that occurred after that, and that is, is something is that he did touch crazy on in the song. He, he did, did. He and did. I thought that, and I thought that was a good part of it as well. Like those real things that people, white people, do say. Today. That's why that's that's another reason why I don't think the response or the rebuttal on the black end was good. I mm-hmm. I can see that like you said, if you stick did you, you heard my sons? Yeah, yeah I did. It's almost hear like it. if you could have just taken out the second part and put his in, it was the a far better and response. I thought more well thought out rebuttal. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily yeah. disagree with that, yeah. I guess. But And I think also the fact that you put basically a a kid with the dre- like you basically went out and got some the, the, a st- what white people just stereotypically would be afraid of, where mm-hmm. you went out and got a chief Keef. I thought that. W- I thought, but I thought that was the point. I, you know I, what I mean? I like, get, but it's uh, almost like if you just went out and got someone. I don't want to say regular because, like, there's not like black people with this monolith. Yeah, like right. we're all dreaded, whatever. But it's almost like. You know, to should have went and got Randall from This Is Us. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know, but just just to, <laughs> you know, just just there are some people who who probably would never listen to this podcast, but just to hear, yeah, 
the five of us have a, a conversation like this, like they can't even they can't even conceive of something like that. To mm. his point um, about his growth, we we grew up together. We were in the group in the same town together, so I got a chance to watch his growth <clears throat> in terms of how he has Perceives matured, and, and 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 we've had certain conversations off air or whatever, just about culture, just in general. And it's dope to actually be able to one be able to bounce ideas off a friend and see how someone might think that I might not be able to relate to, but also be aware of his growth and watch him maturing, mature and grow in his thought process and how he thinks like it's dope to see because I always give spools credit, always give loan credit. Like they are very open minded and they have Mm -hmm. always been approachable and always been open to conversation about these things. I've never been shut off by either one of them. So I just I've always appreciated that, and I'll say that <laughs> over and over again on any episode. Like I think it's dope, and we need more people that are willing to uh, have that open mind to have the conversation. I can dig it. I think the concept overall of the video was it was cool. Mm-hmm. I understand where they're coming from as far as trying to grab listeners and viewers to kind of see both sides of the coin, right? But I, I feel like the the weight wasn't even. I can. I it can wasn't. Agree with it that. wasn't. Yeah, really, I agree with that. It Terry. wasn't really spread evenly. And then, as far as it's the conversations, like the, the black guys' verse was shorter. Almost it seemed. Than it was. The white it guy. was shorter, and it wasn't. It way. wasn't as on point. It, it, was, it was cliche. Like, yeah. it's, and I thought and he was then, really acting the day mocking him when he was saying, "But I'm not racist." I thought much. he was just mocking the white guy when yeah. he was saying. that. And then, like, as far as conversation wise, I think even the people that would look at that and want to have a conversation. It wouldn't necessarily be a a constructive conversation. It would be more. I think it'll be more along the line as um, trying to make me realize or black people realize why the white guy said all of this stuff and still trying to stand up for it. I I think that's part of the process for a white person sometimes. Mm. Is, is is to and have that conversation, and probably and probably not, and probably not because because it's part of it. You, you have those conversations, and then you get shut down, and then you're just like, oh, well, you're in your feelings. But then it depends. All right, so do I really care about black people? Yeah, yeah. You're making 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 people ask those questions they've sadly probably never asked themselves before. Yeah, you know. The key. Like, Sean was talking about growth and. And, and how he views the world or yeah. in, 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 in that way. And step one, and I never preach, man. I, I try really hard not to. You know, I'll state my opinions and things, but I, I try really hard not to tell anyone what to do. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. I am telling certain white people that we've talked about that step one is realizing you will never know what it's like to be black. Right. That is the very first step. And that can be applied across the board to a lot of other, I'll never know what it's like to be a woman. There you go. Indeed. I'll never know what it's like to be a lot of other things because I was a white male. That's where empathy and compassion just starts at the end of the day. And this is what we speak, especially when we talk power structures in America, Mm. especially. Mm -hmm. I do do will say this, regardless if there's flack or not, I don't think necessarily everybody knows what it's like to grow up as a white male and not be able to grasp those concepts. That's Mm. fair. Okay. That's fair. And I'm not saying that. It uh, just because there's a process involved, mm-hmm. and I and I'm very very big on the emotional attachment. Yeah, because it took me to have an emotional attachment with a black woman, a close one, to to really be able to grasp and understand 
like to like, oh wow, I've actually experienced. Well, for that. the for the people that don't have, <clears throat> excuse me, and to see those emotions in somebody, like mm-hmm. like I had black friends my entire life, sure. close, close friends, but sure. it was different. Oh yeah, definitely. And it was just like wow, you know, and it like hit me in a very specific. This is like maybe 2012. Because so. it, because and it, it was actually, just like it hit close to home. Like it's like. It, it was home. It was home. It was. It was. Yeah, it was home. That's what it was. Close to it was. It was completely yeah. different. It was just yeah. like, wow. Okay, yeah. shit. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I, 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 that makes that makes perfect sense to me, and I agree with that as well, man. I mean, there's been a number of incidents that I can. There's one that stands out to me that was. Specifically, it doesn't condone white people, though. I don't. I want to get correct. that out there. It no, doesn't, no, doesn't mean I, it's I right. Follow, I follow. But, you. I, you know, I follow. You. Yeah, I follow. You. An incident after, uh, I think it was like, did Floyd Mayweather. Fight De La Hoya back in the day. Yeah, didn't he, yeah. Didn't he yeah, beat it was him? Like ninety nine. Everybody thought, you know, De La Hoya. It, it was a really awkward, sad moment with friends. Yeah. After that fight, when everybody had been drinking a lot and stuff like mm-hmm. that, man, where yeah. it's weird because it's always awkward around centered around sporting events, like even. The, the last fight that Floyd had McGregor, with, I, with McGregor, McGregor who, who is Irish, I went, yeah. through, when, I, yeah, I went you, through it as well. Yeah, when you I saw all these well. all these white people who are always draped in themselves in the American flag, yeah, and all of a sudden here's one fighter from America who's Floyd Mayweather, who's a black man, but yeah. all of a sudden now they're draping themselves. I mean, the look fact at, that look he at, was Irish hat, it, it was out the window. Yeah, like I was like, oh yeah, I saw it. So I was like, oh, okay, this is this is this is what this is. This guy's the American. He's he's the American in this. Yeah. If we if we want to if we want to play that we want to play that card. He's the American. That's how deep rooted. Exactly. Exactly. And so all of a sudden you what? It's it's crazy. Yeah. Exactly. You saw all of a sudden everyone draping all you know white people draping themselves in a foreign flag. Not who, even realizing. I saw it. Would, I couldn't believe it, dude, but I saw. Who were yelling yeah. and throwing things and yeah. booing during the national anthem when they saw. Black people kneeling during oh, yeah. the national anthem in yes. protest of police violence. It's oh, that deep. The same so people. It's like wow, it's that man. Deep. This, the same, this is so deep. The same you know, it was people. funny. There's, there's a there's guys. A, it's weird, man. It doesn't. It doesn't make logical. It's it's real. Like Sean said, it's it's all. It's the emotional tide that is around a lot of this is the most. I mean, at times sickening. Yeah. Disturbing. I've been weird. But telling. Like just very, very telling. telling. Yes. But telling. And that's to Terry's it. point about sports, like it yeah. is, it is weird, man. Yeah. Like, well, that's the Alabama one football bond, you know. Yeah, in general. Alabama that, football. That was crazy. Jalen Hurts, black quarterback for Alabama, great, great athlete, yeah. awesome yeah. player, has one bad game. Alabama is eleven and one. They're still going to the, the final four. They lose to Auburn, and there's Alabama fans saying racial slurs about their own black quarterback. Like, yeah, it, it's <laughs> the sports. modern day look. Let's just not let's not act like Super Bowl Fifty when it was Peyton Manning mm. versus Cam Newton. Oh, oh mm. man! There wasn't a clear line drawn on who people were rooting for. Yeah. I remember I was working for a certain cable company. Like I said, I'm not giving anybody props. It's we ain't gonna do it. that. We ain't gonna um, do that. And I remember, you know, just in the random when you're talking to a customer. Yeah. You know, he's from North Carolina. Yeah. And he's saying there's just something about Cam Newton. You know, I don't like. Yeah. And the thing is. I knew exactly what he was saying when he said that. Yeah. Here's his the guy who's representing his team. Yeah. And he's saying, while we're talking Super Bowl week, yeah. there's just something about Cam Newton I don't like. Yeah. Dude, I've overheard I've literally overheard white sports fans before <laughs> yeah. say, um, Yeah, team's looking all right, which we just you know, we need to get a different we need to get a white quarterback. Like, what? Like they really didn't they didn't like him dabbing. Yeah. Whenever he scored or whatnot. Like it was but just, it's cool for Aaron Rodgers. To, uh, discount, discount, double. That team. is perfectly fine. Look, yeah. 
Rob Gronkowski <laughs> put somebody into the concussion protocol this week. And, mm-hmm. you know, there are still people who are like, oh, well, you know, it's just Gronk being Gronk. Can you imagine yeah. if can he you was being held? He, yeah, the whole time. So that justifies him doing the. Uh, the top of the uh, off the top turnbuckle elbow from, <laughs> and putting on into Macho somebody's Man, head. Savage. Like if NFL t- claims it cares so much about about player safety, and like you gave somebody one game for putting someone into the concussion protocol, he got to stay in the game. He, by the way, yes. And the thing is, he wasn't kicked out of the game. And the thing is, you got the same amount of games as the person you hit is going to be out because they're in the concussion protocol. Can you imagine yeah. if Cam Newton went off on his offensive coordinator? Uh, to the level that Brady did with uh, what's my man's name, the offensive coordinator for the Patriots. I don't know. Uh, Sean McDaniel, McDaniel, Josh McDaniel. Josh McDaniel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he snaps on dude on, on the uh, they get into an argument or whatever. He missed a pass, and I'm like, Cam would be such a bad influence. He's such a bad guy. This is the reason why we're we losing over the weekend. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And I'm just yep. like, man, like the double standards, the narratives. Just a leader. Yeah, he's just yeah. a leader. He's just like, a fiery guy, leader. He's passionate. He's a fiery leader. He's so passionate oh, yeah. about the game. So I know we can continue to go on and on. I'm, I'm going to try to cut it off because shout out to the uh, the Mike show is continuing to slide here. <laughs> Side note, uh, plus Joyner, I got a Joyner. show to go to. He has a show to minutes. perform tonight. Shout out to Hanks Jones, Gris. We see you. Joiner uh, Lucas did have a second song he put out. I think. Yeah, today he responded. Yesterday? He he did a remix to uh, Gucci Gucci Gang, yeah. Little Pump. Oh, well, and he's and it's interesting. Yeah, he went no off problem with Pump. that song because yeah. if I'm not mistaken, we will have you next week. Correct? Yes, yes. Yeah. I'll maybe be next maybe week. we can jump into that remix as well. Okay. Uh, next week and even talk about some more. Talk about what we're talking about now. Maybe a part two. Don't give me the bell because this is a legit part two. This okay, time. is it? <laughs> Actually, it is. That's okay. what I'm saying. Right, I don't get go. the bell on this one. I won't be able to. Maybe I'll. You know, Skype in. Yeah, yeah Skype, Skype in. I'll Skype, <laughs> Skype in. Yeah, every time we have hey, a part two, dude, do you think somebody's not here? If we can oh, I have out, Skype on my laptop. If we could put him on the screen, yeah. right? It'd be dope if we could figure out how to put him yeah. on, the, on the screen. Well, we'll, we'll figure we'll, it we'll out. We we'll do. figure it out. Episode 58. Appreciate you, Jay Moore, coming through. Love, brother, as always. Longevity. DJ J. Diff. DJ Spools. I am Major 7. Don't forget, bringingdowntheband.com. Join our Patreon site as well. Shout out to Cole Mendental, Printfinity. Uh, no we, bad ideas. No bad ideas. Newoldheads.com. Yes, sir. And we will see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.